0: If you have your Bibles, I'm going to ask you to open them with me to the book of Ezekiel chapter 28, verse number 11. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, take up a lamentation for the king of Tyre, and say to him, Thus says the Lord. Now, uh, there's a section in this study Bible that I, I have a study Bible I'm reading through right now. It's Adrian Rogers' study Bible and he has a whole thing on the side, on the power behind the throne. It's saying it's a letter to the king of Tyre, but sometimes when you read the Bible, you have to understand the setting, and this is really talking about Lucifer. These scriptures are talking about Lucifer. When he was in heaven, his name means light bearer, Lucifer, one of the three archangels. Gabriel, Michael, Lucifer, the light bearer. And this is what he says. You were the seal of perfection, full of wisdom, perfect in beauty. Lucifer, Satan was perfect and is still, I would imagine, perfect in beauty. He doesn't look like some horrible demon, terrified, perfect in beauty. You were in the garden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering. This is astounding. He had all of the stones that is mentioned, the sardis, the topaz, the diamond, the beryl, the, the onyx, the jasper, the sapphire, the turquoise, and the emerald with gold. All of those stones are the exact same stones that were in the high priest breastplate. Lucifer was in heaven, light bearer. He was heaven's worship leader, and he he had those stones in his created being and body. The next part of the verse says, the workmanship of your timbrels or tambourines or percussions and pipes, wind instruments, trumpets, saxophone, anything that requires wind to produce the sound. They were created in him. They were prepared for you. On the day you were created, you are or were the anointed cherub. A cherub is a singer. A cherub is an anointed angel singer. You were the anointed cherub who covers. I established you. You were on the holy mountain of God, the holy of holies. You walk back and forth in heaven in the midst of the fiery stones. You were perfect in your ways from the day you were created until iniquity was found in you. I think it's pretty astounding when you understand that Lucifer was created by God for a divine purpose and it was to praise and worship and bring glory to God when lucifer in heaven as isaiah chapter 6 talks about the lord's would feel his glory would fill the temple and the angels would begin to sing holy 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 and it would be lucifer who for centuries of creation would lead the worship in heaven it was it was unbelievable he was beautiful He had these stones in his being, and when the light or the light-bearer would light up as the glory filled the temple, that light would shoot through those colored stones, each one of those stones being a different color, and it would be like a kaleidoscope of, of, of worship, even in the pageantry of worshiping the Almighty God. And then Lucifer would explode, and he had stringed instruments in his body that would begin to vibrate with worship and praise. Percussion instruments in his body. Music, no wonder the enemy uses music in the arts and entertainment. He is the original created with those particular gifts. And they would burst forth in deep expression of adoration and praise unto God. And then there came a day that I want you to hear what I'm going to talk to you about briefly this morning. The devil has not always been a devil. He used to be Lucifer, the anointed cherub. But there came a day when he chose to become the devil. And I'm going to show you when that day happened. There was a precise exact moment where no longer would he be Lucifer, the light bearer, the worshiper in heaven, but he became the devil. When I think about how important praise is, how important worship is, how that when Lucifer was cast out of heaven, you and I, the high priest in the Old Testament, would wear those same stones on the breastplate when he would go into the Holy of Holies because we are Satan's replacement. We are Lucifer, the light bearer's replacement. When we sing and when we worship and when we praise and when we speak praise to God and thank God and give him honor and give him glory, we are literally taking his place. And I'm so thankful today that whom the sun sets free is free indeed. That We are liberated and we're set free, but we are here for a purpose. He did not just save us to save us. As a matter of fact, the Bible said in 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 9, you are a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. You are a peculiar or special people in the earth. Who's he talking to? The people who have been washed and cleansed and saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. And he says, here's why you're chosen, you're royal, you're holy, you're peculiar people. He said that you would show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into this marvelous life. That's not just some figure of speech. He said, there is one purpose for which you have been saved now that you are saved, that in whatever you do in life, you give praise and glory and honor to God. You replace Lucifer with your praise. You don't take the glory. You don't keep it inside to yourself, but you give God the glory and you give God the praise. I just... I just want to praise him this morning that I am saved and I'm satisfied. I am happily saved and I'm satisfied. I am not only saved from sin, but I'm satisfied and I don't crave it anymore. Hallelujah. I thank God I'm not burning for drugs this morning. I'm not burning in lust this morning. I'm not burning to have an affair or go out and be drunk today. I am thankful that I'm saved and I'm satisfied. I'm not saved and miserable. I'm not saved and crying over what I can't do and where I can't go. I'm so happy I'm free. I'm so happy I'm saved and I'm satisfied. I don't want anything that pulls me further away from Jesus. And if I do have a tendency and I still do, that means you're sinless. But when you do have a born again experience, your nature has changed. And I have to fight a little voice that says, that's not right. You're not, that's not who you are. That's not your new identity. And that's a blessing. I'm saved and I'm satisfied. I'm a chosen generation. Are you? In other words, for this cause, that you would show forth this praise. Praise is our purpose. We were raised to praise. He brought us from death to life to worship. And he said, let everything that has breath, Psalms 150, praise the Lord. Do you know that in the book of Genesis chapter 2, God breathed breath into the nostrils of man and he became a living being. And then before Jesus left on a cloudy elevator and went to heaven, the Bible said he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit. In other words, the Holy Spirit is nothing less than the breath of God. And what he was saying was, let everything that has the breath of God in it, those who have been redeemed, let them praise the Lord with that breath. Now, if you don't have the breath of God on your soul, then you sit there. But if you have the breath of God, that means let everything that has the breath I'm alive today, and I'm saved, and I'm satisfied. Woo! Come on and take a praise break. At every campus, take a praise break. You forgot how lost you were. You forgot how hellbound you were. You forgot how messed up and addicted and broken you were. But he reached down his hand for me. To God be the glory. And as long as I have breath, I'm going to praise him. How about you? <clears throat> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We were justified to glorify. We were liberated to love him. He took those cigarettes out of your hands so you could clap them and praise him. He took that weed out of your fingers so you could raise them and say, I've been delivered. To God be the glory. And apparently we need a deliverance line this morning. I'm so glad a vape doesn't get my breath. God gets my breath. With every breath that I have, I'm going to praise Him. My body belongs to God. My lips belong to God. My voice belongs to God. My ears belong to God. And I'm going to give Him praise. Shake those sin shackles off your feet. You used to dance in the club like a wild person, but you sit there like a wooden minion this morning. My God, every once in a while, you ought to get up off your blessed assurance and give him a praise because he deserves a standing ovation. Hallelujah. I feel the Lord in this place. He took your profanity out of your mouth so you could praise he said let me take the profanity out and let me put a praise in how many of you used to cuss people out how many of you used to at the slightest provocation just throw up a half peace sign and start cussing but now the lord all you do is when they look at you praise the lord hallelujah and if you're not there yet go on and practice praise the lord We're not crazy. We're not crazy. If they can go crazy at a ball game, we can go crazy for Jesus. We can get loud for Jesus. He deserves the highest praise. Never be ashamed, never apologize for giving God the glory and God the praise. Are there any liberated people, any free people at free chapel that give him a praise of freedom? Pardon the noise. It's the sound of freedom. It's the sound of freedom. We've been, you can sit down or you can stand. I don't care. We've been washed to worship. We've been redeemed to rejoice. We've been delivered to dance. We've been set free to sing. I'm standing up this morning and I'm here to defend old fashioned worship where we unapologetically start getting a fire burning and people, you know, in the old Pentecostal church I grew up in, the Baptists used to come on Sunday night to watch us burn, hallelujah. Now, I was born in the fire and I can't live in the smoke. I gotta have some praise around me. I want my children to grow up in a church where people shout and praise the Lord and they're not ashamed and you can make fun of it and you can belittle it, But I tell you one thing, when you find out what we're shouting about, you'll shout too. It is my heart's desire that my children and my grandchildren be raised in a church that is alive. It is not my desire that our children be raised in a dead church. I don't want our young people in a dead church. I don't want our children. I watched my grandchildren, my two little granddaughters, Amelia and Elliot. I watched them, and they'd be playing. They'd sit in front of me during the conference, and I'd tell you every once in a while, when Carrie, Job, and some of them would get to worship, and they'd be playing, and when the presence of God would start filling that auditorium, those little bitty children would stand up. I watched Amelia one time just stand up, and she was disinterested, and she was playing with a little thing or whatever she was doing, but all of a sudden the presence of the Lord came and even little ma- out of the mouths of sucklings and babes he has ordained praise. And little children know even when the King of glory has entered in and it's time that all attention and all praise go to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. One more time, if you've got breath, give it back to him with a praise. Look around you. Look around you. Look to your left and to your right. All around you are former alcoholics, are former jailbirds, are former drug addicts, are former depressed, manic, manic, depressive, suicidal people. But Jesus set them free. What do you mean tone it down? What do you mean be quiet? Why not give him great praise? For this purpose we were born, to give him Praise! I praise you, my king. I praise you this morning. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Mm. I want to say this. God's church better remain powerful in praise. We can't worry about what people say about us. They told me that a long time ago when we started Growing as a church, they said, Now, if we just quiet it down and calm down, we'd really attract some people who've got some money and stuff. You know what? They never showed up. But you know what? Everything we got is debt free. Jehovah Jireh pays the bills. Whoa! Glory to God. He has raised us for his glory. No man will share in his glory. To God be the glory. He is my Jehovah Jireh. He is my Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that heals me. He is my Jehovah Teskanu, my righteousness. I will praise his holy name. I'm trying to behave. I know you brought your neighbor this morning, but I just want to tell you he's worthy of high praise today. How many of you have got a house you didn't think you'd have? How many of you have got a car? You ought not to praise Him less. You ought not to become up in it. The more God blesses you, it ought to humble you. You ought to fall on your knees every once in a while in that new house and weep and say, God, you did it. You did it. You gave me everything I have. I'll give you back the praise. Some of you young people just got accepted in college. You ought to stand up and give God the praise. You ought to say, God, you are my source. I will praise you. Every success. How many of you have had some successes lately? Give God the glory for it. Give him all the praise and he'll just double up and give you more. Bless God. As long as I live, there's going to be some shouting around here. Y'all can do what y'all want when I'm gone. There's going to be some tongue talking. There's going to be some laying on hands and slapping oil. There's going to be some shouting. and There's going to be some praising. I'm not ashamed of that stuff. Think about getting old, you don't give a rip. You form your own corporation called I Don't Give a Rip Incorporated. I know where I came from. I'm like David. If you think I'm bad now, the older I get, I got more to praise him for at 60 than I did at 30. I know what he can do now. I thought I knew then, but I know who he is. I know how he can raise you. I know how he can take what the enemy meant for your evil and he can turn it around for good. We will give him the glory. He will come out with the victory. If you'll praise him, he'll fight your battles. Give him another praise and I'll I'll try to calm down. Oh, I love this anointing. I know y'all saying I wish you had calmed down, but it takes too long to find this thing, and I'm in it, and I feel like you're one praise away from a breakthrough. I feel like you're one hallelujah away from the battle turning. I feel like somebody's about to see a demon run up out of your house with one more hallelujah to the Lamb. You can get your body healed right here, right now, with one praise the Lord. Healing's in the house. Throw your hands up. Healing's in the house. Everybody praise Him for healing. Wow. Anything is possible, says the Lord. Anything, I inhabit the praises of my people. And if you like it, you may be seated. If you like an alive church, if you like praise, if you like freedom, If you like the moving of the Holy Spirit, if you like worship, if you like it, you better do it. I don't want this church to become lukewarm. I don't want them to say they used to shout. They used to dance. They used to prophesy. They used to have mighty moves of God. Well, now that God's given us a platform, we might as well show the world what well, we knew in secret. It's time to shout it from the rooftops because education can't heal America. Counseling alone can't heal the broken minds of this generation. D.C. can't fix this mess. Washington can't fix. Another president can't fix this mess. There's only one thing. It's not by might. It's not by power. I know one who can fix it. The Holy Ghost can turn a whole nation around and somehow take the brokenness and bring miracles. And we ought to praise God like we believe he's more powerful than anything in this world. Whew. Well, none of this is in here. I feel like, Teresa, I'm preaching like I used to preach when I was 20. I was wild like this when I was 20. I'm about to run through the. Come on, let's praise the Lord together. If your praise and my praise ever get together. You know, you know, sit down a minute. But you know, uh, if I were the devil, if I were the devil, I would minimize the importance of worship and praise too. I really would. Think about it. That's what he did. So who is it minimizing and playing down and mocking and making fun of praise and worship? Where does that come from? Lucifer was not always the devil. There was a time when he was the anointed cherub. And there came a moment where Lucifer decided and made an announcement in heaven. As of this day. I will never worship God again. In Isaiah 14. He said I'll exalt myself above the throne of God. I want the praise. I want the worship. I want the adoration. And in that moment. Listen to what I'm telling you. When he chose to stop being a worshiper. He. Flipped from an angel to a devil. You know what keeps you in a heavenly atmosphere? The only thing is worship. You think it's something small. You think it's something you do at church. But if you ever learn the secret of praising the Lord in the good times and the bad times, worshiping Him, putting on music, listening, playing, singing songs, Ephesians 5, singing songs, spiritual songs, singing, making melody in your heart unto the Lord, singing praises to Him, not for an audience when people are watching. My greatest moments of worship are not in here with you, all due respect. My greatest times of worship are in my office or walking through the woods or sitting at my piano when nobody's there and just singing to the Lord and playing to the Lord or picking up my horn and playing my sax and just praising the Lord to myself, singing a song from me to Him. It's gotten me through everything I've ever faced and fought. Every demon and every devil that tried to kill, steal, and destroy our family, destroy this ministry, I learned how to put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Life will beat you down. Life will kick you in the teeth. Life will bloody you up. But I tell you what, Paul and Silas teach us. They teach us as long as I've got a praise, it. they took a beating, but they said, as long as I've got a praise, I'll get out of this. I'll break loose of this prison. I'll see God's goodness in the land of the living. Have you still got a praise? I don't care how you're bleeding. I don't care how you're broken. If you've still got a praise, you will. Come out and see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Somebody offer him a sacrifice of praise out of a bloody battle. You see, there's something powerful. Lucifer, he was heaven's choir director. He was the worship leader in heaven. He, until iniquity was found in him. And he was dismissed and he was demoted and he was distanced from the throne of God. And you and I sin. And Jesus, God put on skin and came down and bled and died and carried a rugged cross to pave the way for us to come back to him. But when Lucifer sinned, God said, you are banned from the throne room. I will never allow you back. There is no way back. Why? What did he do that was so horrible? Did he murder masses of people? No. His sin was pride, self-exaltation, and rebellion. That's the inward sin. But notice this, the outward manifestation of inward pride and self-exaltation was the refusal to worship. See, worship is not this out here that you do on the outside. Worship is what's on the inside. If you don't have any worship, Do you have anything on the inside? The more you have going on on the inside, the more your outside wants to express what you feel. And when he had noticed the manifestation of the sin that cast Lucifer out of heaven was pride and self-exaltation inside that said, I refuse to worship. And when he stopped worshiping, with that attitude, because the spirit, the Bible said the spirit is, uh, John chapter four, uh, they that worship must worship in spirit and in truth. And the hour has come, this is so good, the hour has come that the the spirit is searching, seeking. I, I mean, I've sought God, but, There is a way you can reverse it to where God says, I'll search the earth for you if you're a worshiper. That's what David got a hold of, and when his wife Mikhail looked out the window and started making fun of him, dancing before the Lord with all of his might. And she got all upset and 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 it was just, you, you're embarrassing me, you stupid looking fool, down there jumping around and praising God. What is wrong with you? You're a king, you have degrees, you're you look at you got a Mercedes chariot. What is wrong with you? You idiot. You're embarrassing me with all my country club friends. And David said, you don't understand. I I love you, sweetheart, but you don't understand. I'm not dancing for you. I'm dancing for the one who took me from a pasture to a palace. I'm dancing for the one who gave me a bear skin and a lion hide and gave me a giant's head. I'm dancing for the one who raised me out of nowhere and now I am king of Israel and I must give him praise and I must give him the glory and I must thank him. That's what, and he had a, you know, he even had some sins in his life and some horrible failures, but he never lost the inside heart. See, God can deal with your outside weaknesses, but when your heart is is all about self, He can't do it, so I've got three minutes, and I'm gonna give you three points and three minutes to close. Are you ready? What I want you to see is this. When Lucifer was cast out of heaven, one-third of the angels went with him. They're now demonic powers. But some of them, the Bible said, were cast into a compartment of hell, and this is all in the book of Jude. Three things happen By example of what happened to the angels that were cast out, three things happened to people who refused to worship. Number one, the Bible said they were cast down in the book of Jude. They were cast down. They kept not their first estate, that of worship, but they cast them, they were cast down into hell. They were cast down. When people don't worship, they get down. They get cast down. They get down. If you're in a valley, you have to learn to praise your way out of that valley. You don't have to live down. You don't have to live depressed. I got things that if I think on those things, they'll, they'll depress me. If I let my mind just think about it all the time, I can have the greatest victories going on all around me and Satan will whisper to me, but that should steal your joy. But that should make you sad. But that should make your heart heavy. But that should worry you silly. And I've learned that if the enemy's trying to put me down, all I got to do is open my mouth and say, I'll praise the Lord at all times. His praise will continually be in my mouth. And you can't stay down if you'll keep praising the Lord. The second thing that happens to people who refuse to worship is they get down. The second thing is the Bible said, and they were bound with chains. You get down and the next part of that verse said, and they were bound with chains and then you get bound. You get down, and then usually people who don't praise the Lord and worship much, they end up getting bound. Because what happens is they get down, and when they get down, because everybody goes through seasons that are, of attack, and if you don't learn how to praise the Lord, you get down, and then when you get down, you start going back to the old things that God set you free from, and you end up bound. The Bible said it's like a dog going back to his vomit. Bible said when an unclean spirit is cast out of a man, he's left clean and swept. And if he's left empty and he doesn't get filled up, that demon comes back with seven more demons. And the state of that man is worse than the beginning. You have to stay full of Jesus. You have to stay full of the Holy Spirit. You have to stay full of worship because that's the key. So he got down, they were cast down, bound, went just bound, you're just bound now. You're picking up stuff that God set you free from. You ought to turn that into worship. I I love what uh, somebody said in this conference. He said, the time he told uh, 10,000, 12,000 people that were there that uh, Noah, he said something so powerful. He said "He said the verse in Proverbs, that says, a righteous man falls seven times a day, but rises again. He said, it didn't say an unrighteous man. It said a righteous man. And he said to these teenagers, it was so powerful sitting out in an audience. He said to these teenagers, he said, the time to worship God and to praise the Lord He actually had the nerve to say it. He said, if you looked at something you shouldn't have looked at, don't make it turn your praise and worship off. And you failed and you messed up or you did something or you said something or you went and participated in something. You knew it was sin and wrong. You got drunk or something. He said, don't turn the praise off. Actually, that's the time to even more go to the house of God, even more go to worship, even more plead the blood because you were never holy because of what you did or didn't do anyhow. You were just conscious of the blood of Jesus more and what you put your mind on is what you become like. If a righteous man, not an unrighteous, a righteous man falls seven times a day, but here's how we know if he's righteous or not, because he gets back up. He gets back up. How many of you didn't know you were so righteous? And then the last thing is so important, and here it is. You see, if you don't worship, this story teaches us in Jude, Satan and Lucifer's story is if you don't worship, because Lucifer refused to worship and said, I'm not going to praise God and worship God anymore. One out of three angels joined him. If you don't worship, you encourage somebody else to not worship. And it might be your children The reason we have so many teen sickles is because we've got so many pop sickles. And you taught them how to throw a ball and you taught them how to kick a football and kick a soccer ball and hit a golf ball. You're a wonderful dad, but have you ever taught them how to worship by example with body language? Have they ever seen you suppress self exaltation and pride and say, I'm not ashamed to praise the one who was stretched out in agony on a cross for me. And the lesson of Lucifer is not only did he fall by not worshiping, but it caused others to not worship. If I as a father and a grandfather worship, one thing I have... I know, I know I can go to to heaven with peace knowing I have imparted worship to my children. They have experienced the power of praise and worship. That's a powerful thing to give your family. I'm going to ask you at every campus, every one of you who are watching me right now, I'm going to ask you at every campus, and this one here, Remember what I just said. So if you run for the exit, there might be three others who choose not to worship. I fight that one every Sunday. At the most critical moment, souls are literally being snatched out of the fire. And some casual Christian, I don't wanna miss the buffet. I'm just being a pastor. I have a license to do what I'm doing. Just being a pastor. I love you. I love you. And you ought not to be so long-winded. You're right, I agree. But doesn't he deserve our very best this morning? And we stand up on our feet. And listen, if you have to leave, I'm not gonna beat you up no more. Pretty much said it all. Would you lift your hands? Would you lift your voice? Would you give him your personal praise with your breath? Would you take a moment and speak a praise phrase? Thank you, Lord. I praise you, Jesus. I honor you, Lord. I magnify your name. Oh, I praise you, I praise you, I praise you, I praise you. We give you the glory, you deserve the glory for 3,700 plus souls that have been saved this week. Oh God, we're so thankful, we're so grateful, we're so humbled, we're so honored that you would use this church and these people. We give you all the glory, come on, join me, join me. We praise you, join me worship team. Join me. Give him all the glory. Give him your verbal praise just for a moment. Oh, Lord, we thank you for our children and our families. We thank you for the blessings that have been decreed over them this week. The songs, the girl who wrote that song, the blessing decreed it and sung it over our children and over generations, oh God, in our families. Let's just praise Him because angels are moving on your behalf. Praise Him because God is blessing our families even when it looks like it's not working. And as that song says, even when it feels like it's not working, God is doing something for people people who learn how to praise because praise is our purpose praise aids the angels in heaven there's no war between satan and the devil but there is a war between demonic spirits and angels and we aid heaven we get the vote with our praise who wins the battle in the heavenlies right now begin to praise the lord over the battle in the heavenlies Turning right now with the power of praise. Oh, my soul. oh don't you get child me?
1: Lift up your You've got a lion inside of those lungs. Get up and praise the Lord. Oh,
0: if you feel down, on, if you feel bound. If you feel like you're not free and you want to be, get out of your seat at every campus and come down to the front and throw your arms up and begin to worship the one who died and rose three days later for you. Wherever you are in this room, just there's freedom for you. Maybe you're bound by something. Maybe you're down and you can't shake the valley, of the depression you've been in. I've given you a formula for victory this morning. You can praise the way out of that valley. You can praise your way out of that that addiction.
1: Come on,
0: the Holy Spirit speaking to many of you. Don't let self exaltation and pride. you're too proud to repent come to him this morning make a physical gesture toward him and the father will come running praise Him all over this room. He can fill you with the Holy Spirit right where you're standing. They told us the Holy Ghost comes in on the wings to praise. So just begin to praise Him. I want, every, I want every parent and I want every grandparent in this room to lift up your hands toward heaven and I want you to start praising God with fervency for salvation coming to your whole household. I want you to open your mouth and I want you to, I want you to see any family member that you're believing God to really touch and really feel. I want you right now just to begin to praise God by faith Praise is the language of faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Listen, the evidence of things not seen yet. But praise is the language of faith. So start praising him like that son has come home. Start praising him like that daughter or that grandchild has been set free. Begin to praise him all over this room. Praise him all over this room. Praise him all over this room. room. Lift him up over your family. Lift him up over your family and praise. Don't even ask him. Just praise him. Don't
1: even ask him. Just praise him. This is how we fight our battles. Come on, my soul. Oh, don't you get shy.
0: as wise if you've supported
1: That's a a phrase of faith.
0: We're going to be done in a minute. Then sings my soul I'm going to take Lucifer's place this morning. My Savior God to thee
1: how great how, how great How old Things sings my soul My Savior God To
0: Own son, not sparing, sent him to die. I scarce can take it in.
1: Tied on
0: that cross, my sin. He gladly bearing, he bled and died to take away my sin. some come all over me when I said that. I'm going home. This world is not my home. I'm a blessed man, but there ain't nothing on this world going to hold me back when that trumpet sounds. To take me home. What joy shall feel in midair then I shall bow in humble adoration, and there maybe the very spot Lucifer vacated I'll proclaim My God,
1: how great.
0: Do you raise your hands? Play the course, please. Pray this prayer, church. Jesus, I will serve you. I will love you. I will live for you the rest of my life. I'll praise you with all the breath that you give me. I'll do my best to honor you And to give you all the glory. I receive by the blood of Jesus Christ and the resurrection, eternal life is mine. I am forgiven, I am chosen, I am a royal priest, and I've been called for this purpose, to give praise to Him who called me out of darkness into a marvelous light. I praise you, Jesus, and I give you all the glory. We hope you've enjoyed this teaching by Jensen Franklin, and thank you for your continued support of this ministry. Your prayers and financial support make these programs possible. For more information about this message and other ministry resources, visit us online at jensenfranklin.tv.